Welcome to the Just Ingredients Podcast. I'm Cara Lynn, and here we talk all things nourishing to the mind, body, and soul. This is a place where you can find just good ingredients to life. This podcast is sponsored by Llama Naturals. I learned about Llama Naturals a few months ago, and I honestly wish someone had told me about them sooner. I always recommend that people get their vitamins from whole food sources, not synthetics. But I could never find a good option for my kids, until I found Llama Naturals. They have a full line of delicious gummies that are made with real fruit, no added sugar or sweeteners, plus vitamins from whole foods. They are USDA organic, vegan, gluten-free, and allergen-free. Plus, they are seriously delicious. You can save 20% off your first order by going to llamanaturals.com and using the coupon code JUST. J-U-S-T. My whole family loves them, but if you have a picky eater, they offer a money-back guarantee. Seriously, you should at least go to their site and compare their label against any other gummy brand out there. They are the best I've found. Again, it's llamanaturals.com. Scott Schwab is an author, speaker, entrepreneur, and innovator. In 2019, Scott and two partners launched an agritech startup called MET within the industrial hemp industry and began building a seed-to-shelf solution. Met Naturals is changing the way we look at pain, anxiety, inflammation, sleep deprivation, and many of today's symptomatic impacts. Met Naturals provides relief and is available in retail and online. However, the goal is to continue to advance available technologies in cellular mapping and data compiling for DNA recognition. Welcome to the show, Scott. I am so um, excited to have you here today because... I have um, followers all the time ask me about CBD, what it is, where if I have a good one to recommend to them, and I love your company and I love what you've done. So thank you for being here today. Thank you so much, Carlin. I really appreciate being on and a big fan of yours. Well, thank you. So first of all, just tell my followers a little bit about yourself, your background, and how you actually got into the CBD industry. Yeah, great question. Uh, so I'm an Idaho boy. I grew up in a little town, Rexburg, Idaho. And um, for me, growing up and doing farm work was just the way that it was. And I uh, grew up in the small town and then, you know, left and did my college and, you know, did other activities, started growing a family. Um, I've always been very interested in health and fitness, and so had a, a company that I started in 2008 within the supplement space, and in that same year, started a company in the ed tech space. And so fast forward to today, why I'm in you know, the uh, world of CBD, um, I looked at what could be done on the farming side, and that's really where it started for us. Uh, farming the hemp plant does a lot for nutrition in the ground. It does a lot for making sure that you have a rotational crop. And that's really where it began for us is being able to grow a sustainable crop and make it to where farmers had something that, you know, couldn't be commoditized as easy and have something that's going to make them successful. So that's really where it began. So I want to ask you more about the farming of CBD in a little bit. But yeah. was there something that made you interested in CBD specifically? Yeah. So when I was 15, and if you'll let me go back a little bit, um, I was paralyzed. And uh, that paralysis came from a disease called Guillain-Barre. Um, it's a ascending paralysis that essentially eats away or eliminates your myelin sheath. 
that myelin sheath protects your nerves. And so you have all sorts of issues from communication receptors, uh, being able to walk. I had to learn to walk, run it all over again. And now uh, as I'm entering my 40s, I found myself having neuropathy and other pains that, I mean, I could deal with, with synthetics. And I just never felt like that was a path for me. And so I wanted and have always been searching for solutions. And a lot of what I do is manage that through like exercise and just trying to live a healthy life. But as I am getting older, I'm trying to find solutions that will manage my pain and anxiety uh, more effectively. And so that for me is my uh, kind of my personal why. Wow, that's a fascinating story. So the CBD then helps your pain and anxiety and all of that. Absolutely. So I want to start at the very basics of CBD. So we're going to pretend we know nothing about CBD for my (laughs) listeners. So tell my listeners exactly what is CBD and why is like, why the initial CBD? What does that even mean? Yeah. So great question. And I think let's begin at hemp because hemp plant creates what's called cannabinoids and cannabinoids are pretty plentiful in all sorts of different plants, but let's just stick to hemp. So hemp has 43 different cannabinoids. One of those cannabinoids is CBD or the acronym for what's called a cannabid oil. And so people feel like, okay, CBD is this plant. Well, it's really the hemp plant. The other misnomer is THC is a plant or THC comes because of marijuana or because of CBD. And they're really just cannabinoid cousins. If you think about it that way, THC is kind of that wild cousin that went to uh, college and drank and smoked their way through college, whereas CBD or any of the other cannabinoids would be like your PhD candidate that was just always on time, (laughs) 4.0 student, and just really did a great job with their schooling. And that's kind of, you know... uh, tongue in cheek, but that's how I, I explain it. They're cousins, but really CBD at its base root is a cannabinoid that comes from the hemp plant. That's a great analogy. So THC and CBD both come from the hemp plant then? Yeah, they come from uh, the hemp plant. Uh, they also can be generated in the marijuana plant, but I don't know if you knew this, but uh, there's other plants that have cannabinoids in them, like tea shrub, liverwort, straw flower, electric daisy, coneflower. There's so many supplementation like products that we would take on a normal like vitamin nutrients that have these cannabinoids in them. And in fact, our bodies generate or create what's called endocannabinoids. And so our, our body and, and uh, mammals' bodies generate endocannabinoids, whereas uh, the hemp plant creates something that's more like a phytonutrient or what's called a phytocannabinoid. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so is THC in CBD? So great question. I think that's the biggest misnomer is people think that they're one and the same and they're not. And so when you start looking at the hemp plant, one of the ways that we get it to an oil or an end product is you go through a process called extraction. 
And extraction can be utilized in the form of ethanol-based extraction where you soak the plant material and then you start pulling out oil. CO2 is another option. We personally use water extraction, but the goal is, is to separate the plant material with the oil material. And so when we take the oil, we're getting a full spectrum of cannabinoids. So in that cannabinoid profile, you would have THC, you would have CBD, CBG, CBN. Again, there's 43 of them there. So there's a whole family. For those who don't want THC in their products, they would go with a broad spectrum, which remediates out all of the THC but still keeps the family of cannabinoids intact. And the reason that that's important is because plants naturally create um, aspects for our body that our bodies utilize in nutrient form. Like I said, the endocannabinoid system does that pretty well. Um, but ultimately what we're trying to do is pair what happens in the plant with the phytocannabinoid with the endocannabinoid system in 2018, the uh, Federal Farm Bill came out, which removed hemp from the DEA's uh, suspended or um, you know, harmful substances list and uh, stated that THC under 0.03 was legal. And so that's the biggest differentiation is when you have a marijuana plant, you're going to have very high levels of THC and thus making it psychoactive. That's where people mm. get high. That's where people feel like they're cloudy, that they're, they have the munchies and all of these other things that come with that. Whereas cousin plant CBD, you could smoke an acre and you're not going to get high. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> it's just, it's one of those products that doesn't emit that psychoactive uh, aspect. Now, any product taken wrongly could be made, you know, harmful for a person. Right. And so what we try to do is we try to make sure that every single time that we have a product that we release, that we communicate what's in it. So those that want THC would have a full spectrum product. Again, all of our products that are full spectrum are going to be below the legal limit. So you wouldn't get high and you wouldn't feel those like cloudy, like um, experiences that people sometimes relate with marijuana. Okay. So let's even go a little bit uh, simpler for some listeners. Yeah. Is THC then when it's addictive like that and you get high, things like that, is that coming straight from the marijuana plant, not the hemp plant or hemp plant and marijuana plant the same thing? Nope. They are very different. And so the uh, marijuana plant comes from a male genetic or a seed that is essentially emitting more THC than any other cannabinoid. Whereas a hemp plant has low levels of THC, but higher levels of CBD, CBG, CBN. So that full spectrum account, they inherit those qualities but they don't have the same uh, psychoactive approach that a, a high THC plant or a marijuana plant would have. Okay. I'm glad you explained that because I can't tell you how many times people will tell me that CBD comes from the marijuana plant. <laughs> so I don't know why that's a myth out there, but that a lot of people think that. So they're partially right in that your marijuana plant will include other cannabinoids, but when you're taking extracted material from a hemp plant, you're not getting high levels of THC where you could extract from a marijuana plant 
and you would still get CBD out of it. And so one of the things that I tell people that is like the most number one important thing, you need to know how your material or where your product came from. If it was extracted from a marijuana plant, I, I don't recommend it because you're getting different cannabinoids and there's different growth and expectations on marijuana, again, being illegal than hemp, which is legal. Okay. I'm glad you explained that. So they can get CBD oil from marijuana. Um, yeah. So people need to ask, Hey, where's the CBD extracted from? What type Correct. of plant? Okay. Yep. I'm glad you explained that. All right. Let's talk about the benefits of CBD. Like why would one want to take CBD? What health issues can it help with? Yeah. And I think where we start is the endocannabinoid system, because the endocannabinoid system really has three main components or functions. Um, messenger, so the molecule of body, bodies and synthesizing things. Um, receptors, which are essentially like what's giving us the uh, molecules to bind to our system and so that we can extract the uh, molecules or in form of like layman's term uh, nutrients for our body and then the the final is enzymes and breaking it down into something that we utilize and so that's really what's so fascinating is everyone has an endocannabinoid system mammals have can endocannabinoid systems and so when we're utilizing endocannabinoids, we're really just trying to pair them with the nutrients that come from the food or the supplements that we take. And so really, when we're, we're thinking of cannabinoids, we're, we're wanting to deal with certain aspects connected to what uh, cannabinoids have been uh, shown to help, which is pain, stress, appetite, energy, metabolism, cardiovascular function, and um, so those are some of the functions that people, when they take it, they're like, oh, I've got a headache or I've got stress or anxiety or I've got pain. And really the cannabinoids are tied with the endocannabinoid system as a, as a management highway to make sure that people are actually getting use from the product. Hmm, that is interesting. Okay. So if, can you just take CBD like, um, I don't like to compare it to like ibuprofen, but could you like, oh, I've got a headache, so I'm going to take some CBD oil, or do you have to take it on a daily basis? Yeah, Carlin, our, our goal is to actually replace synthetics. I mean, synthetics have their place, honestly, but if we can do our job right, uh, people would reach for a pain cream or a tincture uh, rather than an ibuprofen or an Advil or a Tylenol. And mainly because plant-based material and what our body craves needs in the endocannabinoid system, we can utilize the functions that come from the plant or CBD in this case, and we can treat some of the elements that we have. Now, I, I would just say for people who are looking or you know um, seeing CBD as an option, I would be more, um, I guess I would recommend more that people utilize all of the cannabinoids from a full spectrum perspective, because what we're finding is that uh, cannabinoids like CBC or CBN or CBG are very effective in different uh, dosing or different amounts for headache, for migraine, for 
pain and relief. Uh, even we have uh, some of our customers who take it for neuropathy and for fibromyalgia or for carpal tunnel or gout. Neurospecific pain can be treated through cannabinoids. Okay, so you saying that, can someone take it every single day then? Absolutely. I take it every day. And it's not addictive or anything like that? No, no, it's not. That uh, psychoactive aspect makes a product like, oh, I got to have that high or I've got to have more. And again, where that's removed and legalization from the farm bill, put that at under 0.03. As long as you're looking for a product that is under that 0.03 of THC, you really are very safe in taking that product and utilizing it with one caution. Um, We work with the state to register our products and in a discussion with one of the state representatives, they mentioned that nearly 85% of products on the market do not have the stated amount of CBD or cannabinoids within their products. So labeling really needs to be uh, regulated, (laughs) regulated. Yes, that I do know, because I know a company that actually went around to um, there was a big health conference going around or going on. And this company went around and took 18 different companies, CBD oils, and found out that like only two out of the 18 actually had the right amounts on their labels after testing them. So I do know that. So, so yeah, that's really important um, as to why you want to find a trusted company, one that you can believe in. So, yes. And I would tell people that uh, the certificates of authenticity or COAs are a great place to start because it tells you what is in that plant or in that product. Generally, you'll have labels that include QR codes. If it doesn't, you need to look up the website of the company and see how new or how uh, recent those COAs are. Mm -hmm. If they came from a trusted lab or a trusted resource. Um, And you really do your due diligence. And for us, it even starts sooner with the panel test in the farmland, because you wanna make sure there's no heavy metals in the soil. You wanna make sure that you don't have herbicides, fungicides, pesticides that are treating that plant mold. Those are the types of things that really don't remediate out and you'll, they'll show up in the product. And so our goal is to keep our consumers safe and say, Hey, listen, it matters what the seed was. It matters where this was grown. And so we grow everything organic. And, you know, I know sometimes that gets more attention than necessary, but in this case, when we're growing something that you're utilizing for your endocannabinoid system, nothing could be more important. Oh, I so agree with that because if you're taking the CBD for health benefits and here you are getting heavy metals and mold and <laughs> pesticides, I mean, you're out doing uh, the good with all of that. So that is really important. Yep. Okay. Let's go back to health benefits and let me ask you a few things because you were talking about yep. using it for pain. Yep. What about people that are taking a sleeping pill at night? Can they just turn to the CBD rather than a sleeping pill? Absolutely. And I would tell you that there's a couple of strategies there and how you take it. So uh, two things, our bodies have a mucous membrane underneath the tongue, that if you were to use a dropper or what they call a tincture, and let it sit on that membrane for about 30 seconds, your body will start to accept that and allow what we call an entourage effect. 
which is your body embracing what's in like under your tongue and utilizing it for that rest and that relaxation. So that's one way in which we find that our customers take it and enjoy it. The other is that our bodies naturally have zones and our feet have over 200 zones. And so one of the ways that I love to use it, and especially for my littles, I've got a three and a seven-year-old, and they struggle with sleeping. And so what I'll do is I'll rub it on their feet before bed, and they sleep very soundly. Um, Another zone area would be the back of the neck and uh, kind of behind the ears. And so, yes, they can replace the sleeping pills. Yes, they can replace melatonin. Uh, We had some challenges with our kids with melatonin specifically, where they just had the weirdest dreams, Mm -hmm. (laughs) sometimes even scary for them. And so we were like, we've got to find another solution. So for us, it's been the pain cream. Um, Our older kids, we will give them the uh, tinctures, but uh, for the littles, I just rub it on their feet. Oh, I love that you said that about kids because I have a lot of listeners who say their kids struggle with sleep and they (laughs) um, turn to melatonin all the time. And I actually don't love melatonin that much because it is a hormone. And then if you're always giving it to your body, then your body thinks it doesn't have to produce it, things like that. So I love that CBD uh, cream on their feet is a great option. Yeah. Okay. So talking about health issues and CBD still. So those that are on anxiety medicine, Is that something they could work with their doctor on like weaning off anxiety, depression medicine and using CBD instead? Yeah, um, great question. And I love that question. I mean, our uh, mission, when we think about uh, a why of what we're going to create or provide for our consumers, it's to eliminate the need for opiates. And my personal experience is I had a sister who really struggled with it and um, she's no longer with us, but it's one of those things that I I personally take it as a mission that there are way too many opiates, they're too accessible and they change the way in which we behave. They change the way in which we think our willpower. And so from that perspective, yes, absolutely. You can work with your physician and find ways to alleviate anxiety and pain. Um, We have, really some great testimonials that have come from some of our customers. And it's hard in our position as a company, we can't make certain claims. One of them being on anxiety, one of them being on depression, one of them being on. So there's certain aspects that we won't touch in what we talk about, but I will tell you uh, that we are diligently looking at how we can actually prove at a cellular level that these products are helping the endocannabinoid system. Because I think so often CBD gets put into a category of either being snake oil or it's uh, put into the category of where it's weed. And so people don't look at it as an option where I'm telling people like, hey, this is your best option because your body already produces endocannabinoids and phytocannabinoids paired together is going to drastically help your body more than a synthetic that's going to create and cause addiction and behavior change and all the things that we've talked about and kind of know from the uh, opiate side. Thank you for explaining that. And I am so sorry about your sister. And I love though that you are taking something that is a bad thing in life and trying to help others and be, you know, good for others and a great resource for others. So thank Thank you you for educating and helping spread the word about CBD. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so 
couple things about health benefits. Does for some health issues, will it take a while to see results? Like, will you have to take it for a couple weeks, let's say with maybe anxiety or depression, or do people feel things immediately? Yeah, a great question. I love that question because one is CBD is not going to solve all your problems. I want everybody to know that. <laughs> we wish cool. it was the magic pill, huh? <laughs> There's no such thing, people. <laughs> exactly. But I can tell you with um, good health, good nutrition, uh, good sleep, and then paired with cannabinoids, yes, you can get many relief um, from the things that you're trying to seek. I mean, um, pain, anxiety, inflammation, sleep are some of the things that we really focus on. And uh, our goal though is to say, hey, listen, like anything, you need to have this in your system for a week or two before you're going to start seeing results in many cases you have a better chance with a full spectrum product because you're utilizing more than just CBD. And oftentimes uh, DNA or your cellular level response with your endocannabinoid system um, is a contributing factor. Like I've talked to people who legitimately said, I tried CBD for over a month and I didn't get any, any help, any relief. And so I always start with questions. Well, what was the brand? How were you taking it? When were you taking it? What other things are you doing in your diet? Because there's a bigger approach here than just, hey, I'm taking CBD. Because again, it's not the end all be all for what our health is. Health can be managed even better with better nutrition, uh, better products like what your mission is, uh, sunshine, laughter, like those are some of the things that if we can start like making sure that they are in our lives and reducing our screen time, having a blackout time where at night we're kind of putting the phones away or the computer screens away, our bodies respond to everything external. And so if we're going to truly take care of our body, it needs to be paired with other things. I love that. I always say our health is like a big puzzle. And so it sounds like CBD is just one of those pieces of the puzzle that we can either utilize or not use uh, to benefit ourselves. So yeah, we're working on something that is pretty um, impactful. We think that it will change the industry completely. Um, but if you think about like uh, your test, like 23andMe Ancestry, where you're uh, submitting a saliva test and it's giving you a genetic uh, background of who your history is, where that comes from, uh, from geomapping, uh, we're doing the same thing with the endocannabinoid system. And in the coming months, we will be able to tell you or tell me or tell whomever it is what cannabinoids are going to be best for their body and nutrients that will help them to be able to utilize the endocannabinoid system for the pairing of pain relief for the pairing oh, of wow. relief. So we're, we're really, really uh, dedicated to the science and the DNA behind it. And uh, we just got a report from a third party group of MDs yesterday where uh, he was saying, your product is performing better than any that we've tested. And I said, okay, great. Well, how do I communicate that to, you know, our customers? And he right. said, we'll write up a whole white paper and uh, include some of the aspects of why we can make those claims. Because uh, again, graphically, cellularly, um, what we're seeing is that your product is very responsive and uh, very um, 
effective in treating the endocannabinoid system or pairing with the endocannabinoid system. Oh, I love that you're doing that testing. That will be fascinating to see because I know different genes react to different things. And so that would be amazing if you could get it on a test like 23andMe where people can see if, you know, their genes are affected by which ones. <laughs> we'll get there and uh, you can be our first uh, use case. Yeah, I will, I will for sure be your first case. I find that stuff fascinating. Okay, let's talk about CBD and why it gets such a bad rap. There's a lot of myths out there. I know we've touched upon some of these already, but let me just tell you some of the myths that I get on a daily basis because I get a lot of DMs and I answer a lot of questions. But um, one myth that I get a lot is I can't take CBD because I don't believe in taking marijuana. Myth or fact, I know you touched upon this at the beginning, so maybe just a quick answer. It, it's a myth. I mean, again, back to our previous discussion about CBD and THC, you, you can find both cannabinoids in both plants, but you taking a CBD product or a full spectrum product, you are not taking marijuana. Right. Your, your CBD is coming from the hemp plant, not the marijuana plant. Yep. Okay. Uh, next myth. I can't take CBD because I don't want to get high or addicted. This kind of goes back to that psychoactive element. Right. Uh, again, if you're taking uh, gummies or something that say CBD, but really it's high levels of THC, um, I, you really should be cautious of where that's extracted from. So again, hemp extracted versus marijuana extracted, big, big difference. And I would even tell you that uh, there's a, a product that is getting, gaining some traction, which I think users, uh, your listeners should be aware of and customers in general. Um, if you synthesize a uh, biomass or a hemp product through the stages of um, crude oil, distillate, isolate, and take it to what's called, you know, the isolated version of it or isolate, um, what you are finding is that there are a lot of uh, manufacturers that are reverse engineering and putting back in THC, and mm. it shows up in what's called a Delta 8 or a Delta 10. I would be very cautious of anything that is Delta 8 or Delta 10. And reason, the reason being is because it's synthesized oh, and it's done uh, improperly you can still get high and it's technically a CBD, but ultimately it's been synthesized and reverse engineered. So I, I would tell people that Delta eight and Delta 10 has very many psychoactive effects, if not taken the right way. And so I would just avoid it altogether. Um, I don't know enough from a scientific perspective, but I know Texas is very much in a reviewing process of eliminating it. Um, we'll see what happens with that. But I, I would just say you don't need Delta-8. It's a synthetic. And so I, I would just say if you see Delta-8 on your uh, product line and it's not naturally derived from the plant, I wouldn't take it. Okay, good to know. I'm glad you said that. Okay, next myth. I can't take CBD because I can't have it show up in a drug test. Yeah, and, and that's a, a fair uh, question because drug tests, what they're trying to pull is levels of THC. So if you have high levels of THC, it will show up on a drug test. But say, for instance, you're taking a CBD and it has a full spectrum. Well, uh, if you're taking it as, as a topical, it, it is not going to show up in a drug test. 
Now, if you start taking it orally and digest and it's in your digestive system, there is a small, small chance that it would end up in a drug test. What I would tell uh, the listener, tell somebody who's asking that question is take the broad spectrum. Broad spectrum has zero THC, but you get all of the other wonderful cannabinoids, but you're avoiding that, you know, simple test that might uh, spike if you were to be drug tested because of the THC. So it has 0% THC or just a tiny bit of THC? 0%. Oh, full, zero, full spectrum has zero? Oh, no, sorry. Full spectrum has a little bit. Broad spectrum has zero. Oh, 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 you know what? I have been confused about that this whole, like my whole time knowing about CBD oil. I always thought full and broad were the same. So you know what? Wow. I just learned something new today. <laughs> okay, so explain the difference really quick. Full has the legal amount of THC. Uh, THC in it, but right. broad does not. Yeah. Broad removes THC altogether. Okay. Good to know. All right. Another myth. I have two more for you. I can't take CBD for re religious purposes. Yeah. I, I, that's a fair question. And I get that all the time. It's funny because I live in a uh, community where there's a strong faith and, you know, sometimes people will say, well, why are you a drug dealer? Now? <laughs> and I said, <laughs> okay, well, let's go back to what CBD is and what hemp is. And ultimately you've got to do your own research from a religious perspective because it's been legalized. Uh, again, there's many people who, you know, believe that idea that, you know, abiding by the laws of the land is an important type of a thing for them. I would say people need to come to that um, realization on their own. I did my research and found that through the centuries of how hemp and, uh, you know, the oils have been utilized, that it's been an amazing product line. Uh, you think about hemp lotion, or you think about hemp hearts, or you think about like hemp seed. A lot of these are so good for our gut health, so good for our digestion. And, you know, removing out the oil and putting it into a product, if done the right way, is very, very beneficial for the body. And it's based on plant. It's not based on synthetics. And so that's, that's how I would answer it. But I think that's something that people need to come to the awareness of their own, but I, I'm happy to provide that research or, you know, uh, go through a process of conversation. But ultimately, I have seen that the hemp plant is one of the most amazing plants that we have available to us in this earth. Okay. And I also say to people when they ask me that or tell me that I always say, we'll make sure your CBD comes from the hemp plant and not the marijuana plant. So right. same thing that we've been talking about. Very well said. Okay. Another thing that I get, which, um, maybe is not a myth. Um, people will tell me, Oh, I love to take CBD because it helps with my weight. Is CBD <laughs> related to weight or have you ever heard of that? So yes and no. I mean, appetite and energy metabolism, you know, for some people just having something that, uh, gives them that, uh, appetite and, um, metabolism factor back because as we age, our metabolism slows. And so if in the event that we can re-energize that metabolism and get an appetite for, you know, healthy products, sure. But I don't see the exact tie that sometimes people are like, Hey, listen, I'm taking these soft gels and I've lost 20 pounds. <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't make that claim. I mean, that's just me personally. 
But I will tell you as a person who goes to the gym six days a week that I am seeing that my body recovers way faster. And I'm able to get back to hard workouts every day rather than taking these days where I'm like, I can't even move. And so health supplementation, yes, there's a tie there. Weight loss and getting me to my uh, ideal weight, um, that's a stretch for me. Okay, I love it. Well, and also you're feeling better for that next day's workout because the CBD helps with inflammation. And so it's reducing that inflammation and soreness, things like that. Okay, so CBD, as we all know, is becoming so popular. You see it in every store almost these days, you know, the creams, the tinctures on every corner. But I personally know that not all sources of CBD are the same. So I know there's a huge difference with how it's grown and harvested. So if my followers, my listeners are like, okay, I'm going to go try CBD. What would you tell them to go look for? Yeah. um, Be cautious. Don't just go grab any CBD in a gas station and expect to get some results. Um, I I would say that uh, do your research. There's some great, great products out there and I will compliment and applaud any company that's doing it right. But again, back to that language or the conversation we were having about certificates of authenticity Um, just get used to the um, acronym COA, because if a product doesn't have COAs and they haven't been tested and verified, then I I think you're already down the wrong path. The other word or verbiage that you can look for are panel tests, because panel tests show what's in, like in the case of soil, it would show what's in the soil. So if you're concerned of what starts the seed or where the seed starts, Um, I would tell you that look at where it's grown, how it's grown, look who grows it. Uh, One of the things that we found fundamentally is that if it's grown underneath a pivot, uh, the big, you know, circle pivots, is that the water will come down on top of the flower and on the leaves. And oftentimes it will get up underneath the, the, the sugar leaves and it will cause mold spores. And so I would tell you that a drip uh, watering system or a furrowed watering system, which is more ground-based, is better for the plant. Um, I would also say that depending upon your, uh, your manufacturer, I would look and find a GMP certified lab and find where you can really actually look into, okay, well, where was this um, produced? How was it produced? How was it shipped? How was it stored? You, you bring up a good point. Because I've been to farms and facilities where the hemp and, and the material, the biomass is just piled up in piles. There's water all around it. It, it looks disgusting. Like you ever want to see why not to take a product, go to some of these manufacturers that just do not take care of the product. For us, we saw that. And so we created a system. It's called the Met Verified System where for us, we take it out of the field and there's a system called burping a plant where you basically take the plant and you flip it over after a couple of days of drying naturally. And then you put it into a uh, combine, grind it up and put it into uh, ag bags or ag sacks. And we 
we uh, store everything under 72 degrees in a cooled facility. So sellers today, they have air coming up from the bottom, they have air coming in from the walls and from fans on the top of the, uh, the ceiling. For us, that's just how we do all of our crops. And so it's natural for us to have the same care and curing for our plants. And in many instances, if the moisture content is too high, we will string up and hang every single plant. Wow. And for us, it's just a better way to cure the plant and make sure that we're avoiding, you know, our mold. So we're testing the plant every couple of weeks. We walk through the fields ourselves. And if we find males, because one of the things is, is CBD seeds, or we'll call them hemp seeds, they can uh, become hermaphrodites and switch from a feminized female seed to a male. And that's why it's so important for you to walk the field. And if you find a male seed, bag them, tie it off and take it out of the field because male plants can pollinate up to a 16 mile radius. So for us, we're always walking the fields, making sure that we don't go the other way and, <laughs> and have a problem with our plant material. Oh, that is fascinating. I did not know that about the males. But I love that your company takes so much care with the whole process from seed to shelf. And that's why one of the reasons I love your company so much. Um, and what I would tell my listeners to simplify things, at least this is what I've always done, is I've looked for three things, especially with CBD oil. And that is one, how it's grown, because the hemp plant actually is a plant that soaks in a ton of stuff. So it's going to soak in the stuff from the soil, but it's also going to soak in the pesticides, the herbicides, the pollution in the air. It just is a plant that loves to soak in whatever is around it. So I love that you guys take care of your soil. You know, you don't use the pesticides and herbicides like that, things like that. So one, how it's grown Two, how it's extracted, because like you said earlier, a lot of them are extracted with ethanol, which I don't like that for any oil. Um, even some of our oils on the food shelves are extracted that way, which I don't like that. So I love that you guys do water. And then three, like you said, the COAs are so important because I want to know if I'm getting heavy metals with this, uh, you know, CBD oil that I'm taking. So thank you for taking such care of your plants and um, providing a great product for us. But hopefully that's helpful to the listeners to just always look for those three things minimally. Um, okay, so another question I get a lot is CBD safe for kids and pregnant or nursing women? Yeah, great question. And so I would say uh, consult with the physician. And uh, secondly, I would say that in my experience, yes, um, we have a neighbor and a friend whom uh, she just delivered her baby, but she says that she took them for the uh, spasms, whether that be back spasms or, you know, leg spasms. And uh, really for her, it was about uh, relaxing her muscles. Um, I, I fundamentally believe that, you know, regardless of whether you're pregnant or whether you're not pregnant, your body is still needing cannabinoids. And so depending upon how you utilize it, and I would say topically is, is probably the safest. Um, pregnant women, they do so much and they have such heavy schedules. Uh, I think in our society, we just expect pregnant women to do everything that they did before and more. So in, in my mind, it's like, okay, well, 
let's find ways to, to give relief. And, and one of the things that I know with our product line and, you know, other products that are, you know, good full spectrum products or broad spectrum products that they're going to cause or provide that relief. And then uh, for kids, I've been testing it for the last year and a half on my own kids. And uh, I can tell you that I've seen great results, but I also know each of them very well enough to know that what they can and can't do or what we should and shouldn't do. And I'll give you an example. I have a 14 year old who has some anxiety. And uh, one of the things that we've happened upon that has been so, so good for him is magnesium. And so we'll provide him magnesium or give him magnesium on a daily basis. And then when he has these anxious, anxious spells or, you know, anxiety attacks or times where he's just really kind of angry. And I know a lot of it's hormones, but I will give him a tincture, but he's also, you know, six foot and 180 pounds. And so I, I can manage that a little bit different just based on his size and his weight and, you know, how we're treating him with it uh, versus my three-year-old who's, you know, 20 pounds. And I, I don't think I'm going to give her a tincture. Uh, I mean, but I'll rub it on her feet because I'm seeing that it's a better alternative for us than, you know, the, you know, other products. Right. I've actually heard quite a few pediatricians say, well, find the root cause of their issue first if you can. And then if they have episodes, sort of like you're saying with your son, the root cause was a lack of magnesium. When he has an episode or an outburst, then use the CBD oil for that case rather than on a daily basis. So you just actually yeah. said what I've heard a lot of different pediatricians say, but of course, always, you know, talk to your doctor, especially with kids, pregnant, nursing, things like that. Right. Okay. So is there a difference between CBD oil and hemp oil? Because I know both are marketed out there. Yeah, there is a difference. I mean, really the biggest difference is the extraction style, right? Because when you grow a hemp plant, there's also something that we should probably touch on, which is non-feminized seed versus feminized seed. So a non-feminized seed can be grown and it's industrialized hemp industrialized hemp can be used for building materials, clothing. The fiber is such a good fiber. We see it used in concrete, in um, you know, lumber. There's so many uses for it. And so when you grow an industrialized hemp, the hemp plant actually grows very tall and lean, like 10 feet plants, but it doesn't actually like bush out and have a lot of flower and leaves. Well, when you're thinking of full spectrum, you're thinking more of the flower and leaves and the extraction of the oils to create a full spectrum product. When you're talking about hemp industrialized, a lot of times it's coming from the stem and the stalk, hmm. which has lower content. They're all coming from the same plant, but just the utilization and the extraction is different. So if you want the most health benefits, go for the CBD oil, not the hemp oil. Correct. Okay. I'm glad you explained that. So tell my listeners where they can find Met Naturals. Now they've heard you. They're like, okay, we want to try the CBD oil. We want to try the tinctures, the cream. Where can they find you? Yeah. Thank you so much. So we uh, have some retailers that we work with. Um, our most common here in the Utah area is Good Earth. And we're in all five of the Good Earths. Um, we just started with Redmond Heritage Farms. Um, we're also in American Shaman. 
So some of these places where naturally people are already going to find, you know, health foods or supplements, um, we're actually doing something fun in the next, uh, next month with Good Earth that we're going to do an all-inclusive trip to the farm for one of our... Oh, that's fun. Yeah, for one of our customers, uh, just simply based on we want to tell the farm story and have our customers see it and experience it, tour the farm. And truly, anybody's welcome to come to the farm anytime. I was just going to say, <laughs> I want to come to the farm. I'll, I'll video it and show my followers. I would love to have you come. We have an Airbnb right down on the river. Oh, even better. Is, I'm coming. Unbelievable. But uh, you can find us online too for those that aren't located in uh, Utah. We are also finding that our clinicians or our practitioners are really taking strongly to our product line. So for instance, we've got a wellness center in the Tri-Cities. We're working on one in Spokane. We've got a chiropractor in Idaho. Uh, multiple um, either physical therapists or chiropractors here in Utah. And so ultimately, I think that initial first wave of CBD is everything and everywhere, whereas now it's like, okay, what is the quality product and how do we utilize it within our clients or within our clinic? Right. Tell my listeners your website if they are wanting to just order online. Yeah. So it's metnaturals dot com so m-e-t-t and naturals.com and then i would tell you just you know for our purposes that uh, we've provided a code for you letting us come on and talk about you know full spectrum and cbd to where if you utilize just ingredients you'll get 10 percent off so and i, I that- yeah i was just gonna say it will be on my favorites on my website um this is a company that i just have gotten to know and I asked them lots of questions, as you can tell, before I uh, supported this company. And so I love what you guys have done. And so that's why you will be on my favorites on my website. So you can also find them there. Thank Thank, you. Thank you so much, Scott, for being here today. I really appreciate it. I hope I know my listeners have learned a ton. So thank you. Um, I always end my podcast with asking my guests what they have found to be the best ingredient to life. Great question. I uh, personally think that besides a CBD oil, we should say, (laughs) (laughs) well, I would tell you, uh, for me, there are three things that are um, like essential to my daily routine. And one is to laugh or smile. One is to get exercise. And then the other is to love. And I think that that comes in form of family, friends, community, people you meet, you know, just a, a simple smile, like I am fascinated by people. And so just the idea that love connects us all, I, I think has been very powerful for me to be able to just know, hey, I wonder how they tick or, you know, that's interesting. But I, I mean, without judgment, uh, loving everybody, you know, as much as you can. Uh, I still get upset on the freeway. and <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love that. Because if we could do all three of those things every day, think how we'd just be a healthy, loving society. So I love that. Thank you so much. Again, thank you, thank you Scott, for being here. And all of you can find in my show notes, the codes, website, things like that.
Thank you so much for listening. Remember to subscribe to the Just Ingredients podcast to learn more about your health and good ingredients to life. Plus, get daily tips at just.ingredients on Instagram.